Welcome back to Rural Queensland today. Friday morning, the 5th of May, and Senator Susan McDonald, a regular on the show, joins us this morning, and she had a pretty special day. Um, Sanity prevailed yesterday, uh, and she joins us this morning. Senator, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, good morning, Ben. Terrific week, magic round. Uh, But yes, yesterday I was delighted to be at the reopening of the Burton Mine just outside Moranbar. It's a triumph of the practical nature of, uh, um, of well, this company, um, the Bowen Coking Coal Company, and filling the demand for uh, energy and uh, metallurgical coal around the world. Uh, despite what the naysayers say, we still have to continue making steel. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's great for this community. There is people who... Uh, you know, Moranbar is a fantastic uh, region, both agriculture and mining. There are a lot of families that are supported by uh, by cattle and by uh, coal in this country, and I think it was just terrific to see a positive note rather than the negative ones, which is what we mostly hear. Can I ask you this, and I, and I and I mean it in all sincerity, though. I mean, this is one case we, we've seen countless stupid acts from a Labor government um, and an environmental minister and Tanya Plibersek, you know, to all these things of shutting down and, and not passing mines. Why was this one so different? Oh, well, that's an excellent question, Ben. Uh, it's different because the, the the investment decision was made before all of the, you know, the, the unconsulted uh, world's highest coal royalties were introduced in Queensland. Uh, it was before the intervention in the market that has really undermined sovereign risk from the federal Labor government. Uh, so this mining decision uh, was uh, to, to reopen the mine was made a couple of years ago. They've stayed true to their commitment and rolled through uh, because Metallurgical coal, uh, I mean thermal coal, energy coal is really important as well, but metallurgical coal ensures that we have steel. And despite what uh, people might say about, you know, green coal, uh, green steel, uh, it is still so far away we can't see it. The cost is prohibitive, uh, but at the moment, if, if what you have in your hand is not made of steel, it was made in a factory made with steel. Uh, before you owned it, it was mined. Yeah. You know, this is these are all elements about steel is such a critical part of our society, whether it's the building you live in, the car that you drive in, um, you know, probably probably the, the, the poly pipe that you're that you're um, using in your field or the or the medical plastics, all made in, in something generated with steel. And it is critical that Australia continues to provide the world's cleanest coal to do this because in the absence of that, three things happen. Three things happen, which is Australia loses well-paid jobs. Australia loses uh, great company taxes and royalties when we don't mine our own coal. The second thing is, is that when we don't supply these important uh, elements, the world has got to go and find it somewhere else. And that destabilises the geopolitical region that we live in. And the third thing, and this is the bit that I think environmentalists and activists need to listen to, is that when Australia doesn't provide its cleanest coal, its lowest emissions coal that is mined on the planet, when Australia doesn't do that, it must come from somewhere else because there's no replacement to metallurgical coal for making steel. It has to come from somewhere else and it increases world emissions. 
Yeah, well, that's all. I I get all of that. But here's here's the other thing. We've literally in the Courier Mail yesterday, Matthew Killeran wrote this article. But and and we've spoken um, with uh, Queensland Resource Council Chief Executive Ian McFarlane, and he, he believes that because of the Queensland controversial royalty hikes, and we've had him on this show that are now going to reap six times more than it was forecasted when the government raised the rates, that regional communities are now at risk. And so I know yesterday you are in Moorumbah, but the bigger picture at play is because of this unbelievable $5 billion cash grab from the state government of Queensland, that there are companies literally, literally moving out. Now, he was in Moorumbah. Um, there are lobby groups everywhere trying to stop this, but the data from the chief economist, Corley Report, estimated that the current coal boom would mean a $5 billion in additional royalties in the financial year. Now, that should be alarm bells because there's no way that that's going to continue in this state, which puts all the regions at risk. Well, that's exactly right, Ben, because what the the attack on uh, the royalty regime in Queensland uh, has done, as well as uh, the federal Labor government intervening in the in the gas market, is that it has meant that when investment boards are making decisions about where to invest billions, billions of dollars of mum and dad investors, of our super funds, of wherever that else they've got their funding from, when they're making that decision, they are now saying, Australia is unreliable. We're not sure about Australia's new environmental laws because of the introduction of new EDO. We are seeing Australia pull in approved projects through the EPBC. Uh, We have now got so much uncertainty. Oh, and, and the new industrial relations laws that are coming through. This is now making it uncertain. Will we get a good return for our investors, for mum and dad who put money into super, uh, for, for people who bought shares, will we be able to provide them a dividend? And if the answer to that is, is we're not sure, then they have to go to somewhere where they are sure. So Mexico, uh, America, um, Indonesia, yeah. they will go to, to, to Russia and Iran for coal. They will go uh, and gas. Wherever they uh, can make and not pay exactly. as much. But there is a happy medium. There's no two ways. They're not saying they don't have to pay royalties and they don't want to, but the just the cash grab, you know, it, it, it's almost like, Susan, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, we care about the environment to a point, but if the money outweighs the environment, we're, we're going to take the money. I mean, they've got to fund these stadiums. They've got to do these cross-city rails. They're not putting money anywhere else. This is the only way out of the dark hole, and what it's going to do is kill the regions. Yeah, well, that's exactly right, Ben, because it is in the regions that uh, all these activities happen. That's where mining happens. It doesn't happen in the middle of Brisbane or Sydney no. or Melbourne, but a lot of the workforce comes from those places. But this, the, the mines in this region alone of the, of the Moorumbah region um, there is data from John Rolfe at CQ University that clearly shows where the money sticks. Forty-six cents in every dollar uh, of income earned from from mines in this region stick in Brisbane. So, if Brisbane thinks that closing coal mines in Moorumbah is a good idea, well, it will cost. It will cost in the new roads and new schools. It will cost in whether or not people can afford to have. Lots of money to be going out to be uh, eating out at meals, going to the football. 
This is the value of Queensland's resources sector. Uh, and we should hold on to it because it is what transformed Queensland in the 1950s and 60s to being the powerhouse state that it is. And when we tax it out of existence, when we say we don't really want you here, we're going to make it more expensive for you to operate here, we're going to keep changing the rules, we're not even going to send. So can you believe reopening a mine that will employ hundreds of Queenslanders support hundreds of families, small businesses, and pay royalties and taxes. The Premier's not, uh, wasn't there yesterday. Um, they, they, they weren't Disgusting. prepared to... Yep, exactly. They'll march on, they'll march on Labor Day, though. They'll like march. We're going to take a break. Senator Susan McDonald joining us this morning. Friday morning, the 5th of May. We'll take a break, come back with more.